Hey, what's up, everyone? Today we are going to be talking about business relationships. So let's get into it. This is ready or not. Welcome back, guys. This is David with another episode of Ready or Not. Today, we're going to be talking about the relationships within business. And today, I've got Joe Rodeheaver with hey, me. Hey, what up? Hey. I'm just joking, man. I'm messing with you. <laughs> no, but Joe, uh, just greatly respected the way he's navigated his life through business and life with his family, as a friend, as a co-laborer in the Lord. So uh, just really looking forward to digging in and finding out what's behind the eyes of Joe Rodeheaver. But uh, just so we kind of get up to speed, Joe, who on earth... Are you? Where Where have you come from? <laughs> I come from Southern California. Woo! <laughs> Born and raised, and I haven't, I don't know, I think if you live in Southern California, you don't want to leave anywhere else. Every time I go somewhere else, I'm like, oh, let's check this place out, like Florida or Texas, and not to bag on those places, but man, there's just nothing like Southern California. No, no doubt. I you... mean, outside of the government and all that stuff, but it's environment-wise, beach, mountains, desert, Disneyland? No, there's give know. and take to everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, you have sure. to give stuff to get stuff. And that's true even locationally. Uh, where'd you grow up? You know, do you have sisters and brothers and <laughs> mothers and fathers? Yeah. And who are so, you? So grew up uh, Chino, Chino Hills uh, since fourth grade. I have three younger sisters. Uh, but me and the sister right under me were not even a year apart. Uh, which, oh, if you my can gosh. Imagine that. And so because of that, I almost operated as like a single child. Like I was just kind of the boy that was kind of on his own. And then the three girls were doing their thing and I just tried to stay out of the drama. But <laughs> yeah, so- Smart the, guy. Yeah, growing up in, in Chino Chino Hills, growing up at Calvary uh, since, Calvary Chapel Chino Hills since second grade, uh, which is pretty trippy. That's uh, awesome. Thankful to God and, and it's definitely, uh, looking back and now having kids of my own, just thankful that- for what the Lord has done in my life and where he's placed me and the people he's put in my life. And it's all credit to him for sure. So, I mean, a different topic for a different day, but that just living in the same community for so long, part of the same fellowship of believers for so long, like you've really seen the fruit of that. Yeah, absolutely. And like, again, no credit to me. I mean, that's that's the Lord. Yeah, 100%. And it is, I mean, it's a huge blessing and trying to develop, you know, want that for my, my own kids. No doubt. So... Grew up locally, kind of a good-sized family, four kids. That's a good-sized family. Four kids, yeah. Uh, you're married. How long have you been married? Uh, eight years. Eight years. You had to have that pause. Yeah, eight years. Just eight years now. That's awesome. Yeah. And hey. you married me. That's true. <laughs> eight uh, years ago. <laughs> one of my favorite weddings I've been a part of, actually. Super yeah. cool. Uh, you got kids. You got... Two boys, Elliot, Owen. Uh, Elliot will be six in a couple months. Owen just turned three, and uh, I love being a dad. It is, when I think about a calling on my life, that is my calling, is to be a husband and a a father, and that's like, that's it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. It is the best thing I've ever done. Amen. Agreed. So now I'm curious, just a 30-second flyby, what has your experience been in the world of working, right? The jobs <laughs> you've held and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, well, uh, my dad my dad was a superintendent for a construction company. He grew up doing, uh, or his trade is finishing concrete. Okay. And so I grew up going to side jobs That's with tough him. tough work, man. Tough work. And I was the one cleaning concrete off the boots <laughs> of his, off his boots and his trowels. 
that he did work with. Um, so I grew up waking up early mornings and doing that with my dad. That was like father-son time. Hey, come come work with me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, But through that, uh, I my first job was working at a golf course over here in Chino Hills, uh, 16 years old. And I, I was the guy driving, picking up golf balls on the driving range and cleaning golf carts. Um, and then went into construction at 18 as a laborer, uh, working for my, with my dad's, uh, the company he worked for. And working out of town, working nights uh, at an early age. And uh, decided one day I didn't want to do that anymore. <laughs> 19, not that I, I love doing it. it. It taught me a lot. Uh, but just certain God put certain people in my life that helped direct kind of where I went uh, as far as career wise and got into IT. I was always interested in mm. uh, computers, played video games, all of that. I remember building my own computer at 16. And I think even that from uh, wanting to play video games, building my own computer has led me down by trade. My trade is IT I'm a, is, is doing computers, networks, servers, all of that. Um, so Worked at a school for four years as a, a IT director. Took a break there. Did my own thing. Tried to start some businesses uh, as a single single guy, just making money. And uh, this is way longer than thirty seconds. No, I've done a right. lot in my life. I'm sorry. No, that's good. <laughs> uh, done electrical, low voltage uh, cabling. Went back into construction. Um, now I'm project management, sales, all of that. So, long story short, I mean your experience is pretty broad. You've worked with, I would imagine, a lot of different personalities. Yes. Uh, had a lot of different bosses and expectations put on you. Uh, just you've experienced pretty much the full spectrum yeah. of high-level CEO type people all the way down to just the grunt who doesn't want to do anything but push dust with a broom yeah. for the rest of his life. The and teachers in the classroom. Yeah, and all and, of it. Yeah. All of it. So, um, man, really looking forward to just digging in here. And as we talk about this stuff... Uh, specifically kind of cultivating, working through the relationships you have with people in business in your yep. workplace. Yep. Uh, so we're going to go through a couple different things, but you know, if you want to lead us into this conversation, um, it's the first yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I think for me, even business relationships, I mean, that can mean a bunch of things. I think the first thing in, in dealing with business relationships is being aware of yourself, having a, a and, and letting the Lord direct that. So having a correct view of who you are and letting the Lord really show you and refine that and being confident in who you are in the Lord. Okay. I think that is the utmost, most important thing because the things that we're, that I have written down here, you have to be confident and know that you are a son or daughter of the living God. Now, why? Why is that important? Uh, because... Uh, Satan one wants to come still, come still kill and destroy, and he wants to... He wants to disable you, and if you're not aware of who God is in your life, it's going to be, uh, you're going to try to fake it. Okay. <laughs> you're going to fake it till you, and, and, until you make it, it I, fake it until you make it, or you're just going to, people can see right through that. Mm. People can see through, and that's one of my lists is just being genuine. To be genuine, you have to know who you are uh, in the Lord. Gotcha. Um, and for me, that that really was a deciding factor in my, in my, in my business relationships. Okay. Because... Uh, you have to understand the people that you're talking, business relationships deals with people. All relationships deal with people and people are just people. Yep. So whether they're the CEO of a big company or, you know, they're a teacher in the classroom or they're kids in, that you're dealing with in childcare that you're, you know, helping out with, they're people. Mm. And uh, they're people that God love. 
loves. So for me, that's uh, it, it's recognizing that that we need to love people, and that God loves people, and that that uh, yeah, they might be the CEO of a billion dollar company, but in the end, they're just human. That's awesome. So that's awesome. Did you ever experience the the lack of that clarity, and did it cause at least maybe the the swaying of compromising or becoming someone you didn't really want to be because other people were maybe too worldly. Yeah, absolutely. I think um I don't I don't know. I I think the Lord uh because of my the community that I grew up in and and the church I grew up in and the people that God put in my life from early on from my first job working at the golf course. I remember uh a lot of the guys that I worked with were between 16 to 21, 20, okay. but all smoking and drinking on the job site. <laughs> That's like, it's <laughs> like, okay. And, you know, it's like, I I had good relationships with every single one of them, but they all knew where I stood. And gotcha. that wasn't because I puffed my, stuck my chest up and puffed and said, I'm not doing that and condemned them. I was like, I'm not doing that. It's just, they, they knew. You had this internal conviction of like, I know who I am. It was, yeah. It's like, that's not what I'm about. I'm here to work. I'm here to, you know, make money. And that's going to compromise what I'm here for. And it's just as, especially as a follower of Christ, even at an early age, when I wasn't really genuinely walking with the Lord a hundred percent, like I knew like that. That's not what I was about. Gotcha. Um, and I don't know if that makes sense. I don't yeah. know if people can relate to that. But. No, I think totally. And without that, you could have been absorbed into their way of life rather than holding ground, you know? Absolutely. So there's that approaching wherever you work, knowing who you are and not forgetting who people are. Just yeah. people. I mean, that's, that's, I know it sounds so simple, but it's so important. And I can get lost in that. I have gotten lost in that. I mean, even, you know, working here... For as long as I have, it's like you can forget. Well, a, lo- a lot of my the way my brain works is I I have to process things and bring them down to the fundamentals. And when I'm sitting across the table from someone, they might know a lot more than I do about whatever we're talking about. Mm. They might be successful in the world's eyes and right. have all this stuff, but in reality, like they're gonna live. 80 years or so, like I'm going to live 80 years. There are a billion people that lived before us, you know, yeah, yeah. and God died for him just as much as he died for me. Amen. You know? So it's, it's putting those into perspective and, and that, that's helped me just even in those business relationships. Okay, cool. So knowing who you are and having confidence in that and in yes. the Lord, but then interacting with people, right? You got to initiate, I would imagine that's relatively important yeah so when you're confident in who who you are in the lord it's you're and you you it says something to initiate just stick your hand out there and says hey my name's joe and that's with your neighbors i just did that yesterday with my neighbor hey my name's joe what's your name and i i just got done with the run and it's like hey like stick yourself out there and be friendly yep um so it takes initiation it takes you you have to engage um now, within within the workplace, you're talking about like literally just the handshake. What about people you work with on somewhat of a consistency basis? Like, yeah. So even I think we initiating take take a step back on that too. Uh, as I was processing this business relationships, what does that mean? What does that look like? Right. So you have coworkers, you have business partners, you have customers or clients that you deal with, you have CEOs, you have all these different types of business relationships that we work with, um, and and all those things like. 
be friendly, initiate, like be there to initiate the conversations with people. Don't, you know, the biggest thing is like not, you know, make eye contact with people. Like, like, please. Oh my God. Don't get me started on that one. uh, Make eye contact and smile. Like I, that is one of the biggest things you can do. I, I was just at the coffee shop this morning talking to someone and it's like, that could, you know, it, they could just smile. And, 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 and you can see they light up. Yep. If you smile at someone, it brightens their day. There's just something about it. So even someone's making a photocopy, right, in the resource room or something, like, don't walk by and not acknowledge them. Oh, you have to acknowledge. You have to acknowledge. It's a bit, we're talking about relationships. We're not talking about, uh, I don't know, whatever. They're, you know, like, relationships, it takes engagement. Yep. So it, it takes work. It takes two people talking. So Totally. So I- initiating... In regards to just that connection point, what do you think keeps people from initiating? And I've experienced this in a variety of ways, but I'm curious, you know. Yeah, I think there's a couple of things for me personally, intimidation. So, right, like not, you know, uh, being intimidated about that, either that person's position or, or um, timidity, you hmm. know. Um, also just being grumpy. <laughs> I know for me, there's like, if I haven't had my coffee in the morning or there's those times I'm like, I really don't want to engage right yeah. now. Um, and that's not a, that's, you know, get some coffee then change that. <laughs> like, I don't know, work out in the morning, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like get, get the endorphins going. But for me, it's those two things. It's your, it's your mindset of, of dealing with people. So I know for me, I've experienced all of that. And one, probably in the last couple of years, the temptation to feel like you don't have time to initiate. Yeah. I'm so busy. I don't have time to be connecting here, even yeah. though it's only going to take 60 seconds, two minutes. For me, I've, I've seen busyness crowd out the relational side of work. And I've seen it, be, when that gets crowded out, it chokes out the actual productivity of work. So you're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. Well... There's, you know, there's, there's something to say about, you know, talking too much and having, you know, just being a, you know, all you do is talk to people at work. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not, uh, you're not actually being productive, (laughs) you know, and every, every job is different, right? Like if I was in a, when I was doing electrical, like my job is to, to run wire and, and to, to do different things. Uh, but when you're doing that, you're working alongside other contractors and other trades. And, you know, if you don't have a good relationship with them, they'll cut right through your stuff and they don't care. They'll, you know, no one's going to help you. And, uh, for me, the most important thing about any of my jobs that I've done are the people and it's engaging with them, initiating that engagement. Um, and you've seen the benefit of that. Absolutely. When you're, when you, the, the biggest thing in business relationships for me is adding value mm. to, to people. Bring, making, you know, like I'm not just there to take from someone. I'm there to add value to either my customer, my client, or to my coworker. Like, hey, you need help with something? Let me know. I'm right here for you. And you've seen, I would imagine, and you tell me if I'm wrong, but and not in a car salesy kind of way where you're manipulating them and pretending to be nice so you get something no. from them. But there is this like, there is a return of investment. Like when you invest into people as people, yep. the business side does go better. Yeah, it's interesting because, right, like Christ says to love your neighbors, you love yourself, right? And it's not, you're not there to get something out of someone. You're there to genuinely love. If you can genuinely love people and add value to what they're doing, add be be of added value, and not not just to get something out of it. Right. It 
you'll get something out of it naturally. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's the way it's, it's so even, even our personal relationships and business relationships, God knows what he's saying. <laughs> like He's yeah, like, love amen. people. <laughs> like, so, so in the world of work and business, right? The first thing you'd say is just initiate, like look at them, shake hands with them. Yep. Uh, after that, what would you say is the next most important step or whatever you want to call it? Yeah. I, well, I think, you know, you got to be, uh, you got to take people for where they're at, right? They might not see eye to eye with you on every single subject. Okay. And you got to tolerate them, right? <laughs> uh, you know, if someone's having a bad day and they don't want to talk to you, leave them alone. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like be understanding of where people are, 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 and you have, that takes, that takes some, uh, skill, right? That takes some practice, right? To, to be able to read people, but practice that. Like that's, if you genuinely love someone, you're not going to be judgmental on, yep. on them. Right. Mm. It, it, so for me, it's, it's being able to be tolerant, you know, tolerant to them and, and, and being sensitive to them, right? Those guys that were, you know, not doing what they were supposed to be doing at work. Does that mean I threw them under the bus? Nope. <laughs> like I'm the, I'm the junior there. I'm not, I don't have any seniority. Yep. Does that mean I judge them? Nope. Yeah. Like, so speak on that for a minute. Like someone maybe isn't working as hard as you are, or they're not accomplishing the task that you're waiting on, mm -hmm. or they're just rude for a day. And the temptation is just to write them off yeah, or to harden your heart. And to you just said judgmental. And just, let's face it, every one of us either are judgmental yeah. or at least have the temptation to be. So what do you say to the person who's just tired of that guy at work? I mean, how do you deal with that? Yeah, well, I think every circumstance and every relationship is different, right? So, yeah. so with that said, for me, seeking the Lord on that, because that is a human being that God loves, right? And, and and even understanding that that you're in that person's life for a reason, hmm, okay, right? Um, that's and yes, you have a task to get done. You're at a, if you're at a job and you're like that's your coworker and you're supposed to be doing this, uh, you know whatever it is, like either come alongside that person. You know you got to really see you, you got options there. Come alongside that person. Take, help take off maybe the workload, help them process something. Uh, maybe they just genuinely are lazy. And I can tell you in <laughs> high school, I mean, we had group projects in high school and I didn't do anything. Like, and I, like I was the lazy guy. Oh man. And, and I look back on that in like such shame and guilt, but at the same time, like, um, you know, that person's on a journey as well and they're going to grow okay. and they're going to hit roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. You continue to do that. They, something needs to change in their life. And maybe the Lord has you in their life to speak into that. Interesting. Uh, as well, he might not. <laughs> like, and yeah, maybe you need to go to someone No, that's higher. awesome. Even brings up like some odd memories for me and realizing throughout the years of the guys or just the usually managers or people above me that didn't just watch me do things wrong or sit there and quietly pile up resentment. Yeah. But they stepped out and were like, hey, that's not right. Yep. Or, hey, you need to pick up this pace. Or call it kind of being in that moment with you. Never, never. most of them, there were a few, but most of them, not in a condemning judgmental way in that like, I'm going to come alongside you like you're talking about, see you as a person and let you know like you need to do better. Yep. I know for me, a couple, two, two different things. So in construction, yep. hey- like if in construction, if they don't like what you're doing, if they think you're lazy or whatever, they're not going to confront you. 
They're okay. just going to throw you under the bus. They're going to make you look so bad. They're, you know, they're, it is going like, no, but if someone calls you out and they're going to do it in a rough way, construction's rough. Oh yeah. You better have some <laughs> thick skin. Yeah. And, but honestly, those, the people that called me out and the people that helped me, man, I had people like smacking me. <laughs> yes. Like, come on, what are you doing? I'm all for it. And it's one, it's the way they know how to communicate, but it's like, they genuinely care. They want you to do better and they want the team to do better and better. And usually in, in, in work, you're in a team. And you got to pull your weight. Now, on the other side of that, uh, as an IT director, I remember talking to uh, to the superintendent when I was getting hired out of school. And I said, hey, the biggest thing as I'm coming in this job, I want to know if I'm not meeting expectations. Gotcha. I need you to communicate to me where I'm at and not, I don't want to have a perception. I want to be, I want to have reality. I don't want to have this perception that I'm doing everything great when maybe I'm not. I need to know where i need to course correct because so you, that's going to happen you really invited like critique me like absolutely tell me when i'm not doing something right absolutely I, the, the last thing i want are people behind my back complaining about yeah. my the my work ethic or that i'm not doing something right and maybe i'm not supposed to be in that position maybe that's not hmm. the position that that is right for me but i'm never going to know that if someone you know doesn't tell me or if I don't start getting hints, you know, maybe so, I'm too thick, thick editor. So would you tell someone that if wherever they're working, if they're not hearing feedback of any kind, it's been three months, six months, a year, even go to your manager and say, Hey, is there anything I need to change? Would you tell them to go and actually ask for that? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's, there's, there's an appropriate time for that. Right. And, and, but Hey, you're here to grow. Like yep. we're all on a journey if you're being stagnant, like you're not, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yep. So in everything for me and every job that I've had, I want to continue to grow. I want to continue to take those next steps yep. of, of growth. So it's, if I'm just doing the same thing day in, day out, I mean, I'm, I can't, I can't do that. And an employer, I mean, I'm telling you, and you know this, yep. but an employer that has someone come and ask for like, yep. Hey, I want to do better. Not only do you all of a sudden have this respect for them but you see someone who could over time really handle more, grow in their skill set and be trusted with bigger pieces of the job. Yep, absolutely. I, I think for like uh, when I look at people that I'm going to hire or that I want to be working alongside me or people that are going to uh, one, take initiative, right? Whether that's uh, in a business relationship uh, business relationships, which pretty much all my dealings deal with relationships, but also take ownership, right? So, uh, you're going to seek out answers hmm. and you're going to seek out solutions to the problem. So, um, I don't know, kind of going to work no. ethic there and, and, and all of that doesn't necessarily relate directly to business relationships, but that's, um, I think it does in a sense that like going and talking to people and saying, Hey, what do you need? How can I help all that? That's awesome. I think it totally relates. Amos 3.3, 3, uh, it's a funny mm -hmm. verse. Not everyone gets to it. It says, can two walk together except they be agreed? And it's like, how, how can we possibly move forward and advance the cause or the company if we're not in agreement? We've got to find some way of doing this together. Yeah. And so there's this initiate thing. Look at them. Say hi to them. Shake their hand. Like, they're a human being tolerate like no one's perfect including you so work this out figure this out invite critique uh and then so there's initiate right you would tolerate and then what's this navigate thing we've discussed a little bit yeah man life's full of problems that we're here <laughs> to solve right <laughs> to me it's like 
there's and and when you're in a business relationship, whether that's a business partner, a customer, or a client, like you know, you know, they have a problem that they're dealing with. Hey, we're here to tackle it together. I'm here to come alongside you. We're a team on this. And I think that verse fits perfectly on that. And I think even in even my personal relationships, I have to rem- I have to remind myself and remind the people I'm with that we're we're here together on this. We're a team. We're not against each other. We're not the enemy. Let's mm. remember that. Um, and let's walk together on this. Sure. Um, and so navigating those those problems that come our way, and that those can be business relationships as well. So it means, hey, if I have something, some beef with you or some confrontation, something that I need to confront, navigate that. Take initiative, you know, be understanding. But like, you know, like, hey, if if you're not work, if your teammate next to you is you're not on the same page, that you're not. You're not gonna go far. You got a flat tire. Yeah, like yeah, for exactly. Sure. Yep. So it's funny, even just listening to you talk through all of this stuff, and even where you started, like see people as people. I think there's a maybe not for all of us, but for me, there can be the temptation to to see us within our defined roles as a worker, and pretend like you can separate life and work. That there's just this autonomous people, myself included, we're yeah. just there to accomplish a task. Yeah. And there is no relationship. There is no personality. Like just get the work done. We're robots. Yeah. But we're not. Yeah. And so in all reality, you cannot separate life from work to some degree. To some yeah. I mean, look, if if all you like we talked about, like sometimes you just need to put your head down and get the task done. Right. Right. You know, I'm here to dig a ditch. I'm gonna dig that ditch. Yeah, we'll get on work ethic yeah. on another right. podcast for but, sure. Get the shovel, dig. But if you're there to dig a ditch with someone next to you. Hey, you can shovel and talk at the same time. And and uh, but for sure, it's 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 about like for me, business is all about relationships. So there's times to step aside, figure out the relationship, and then step back into the working relationship. Yep, absolutely. That's awesome. So look, guys, initiate right. Look at them. Tolerate. Just relax, take a deep breath, lower the bar a little bit, navigate, or you just got to figure some of the stuff out. And that may mean stepping away from the task to, to figure out whatever the cog is that's not working <laughs> right. And then step back into the work. And then probably the most important thing, this last thing here is communicating. Yeah. Communication is, is huge. It is, it's actually, you know, <laughs> I don't think you, you can't have a relationship without communicating. So, uh, it's, 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 reaching out to those people um and taking the initiative so like hey i someone pops in your head shoot them a text shoot them an email whether that's working or not like hey just uh thinking of you praying for you whatever it is or like hey this idea popped in my head shoot them a text right uh but it's also like if you have a problem with someone communicating that in a correct way like there's absolutely there's a wrong way to communicate (laughs) yeah um and you can communicate and still be doing it the wrong way uh, but it's it's over communicating. Uh, for me, it's like I'd rather know more than know less. Sure. Um, and even even if that you're hey you're over communicating and that's a little annoying. But I've seen the opposite of that where it's like someone's not communicating at all. Yeah. And it, you're 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 you know walking in the dark. Sure. And yeah, you're lost. Yeah, totally. you're lost. So uh, there's a def- definitely a balance on where to communicate, but err on the side of over communicating. Yep. I don't, something I've learned from you, whether you knew it or not over the years of, of the importance of even communicating face to face whenever you can. Yep. And I've blown this. I mean, I can't even count how many times 
where it's a request. And you know, the nature of what I get to do is pretty involved with other people yep, and yep. what they do. So yep. I, I may need help from the graphics department, the IT department, the video guys, other pastors at church, the front office. It, it's so interwoven. Yeah. And I can be in my busyness or just in my own zone, ask through email, and it just doesn't, it doesn't really ask. Yeah. It asks for the item or the information, but I could have taken two minutes to walk somewhere and with a smile on my face, like, hey, is there any way I could get this thing? And I don't know, where would you say is the level of importance in that face-to-face communication yeah, versus think... technology replacing that face-to-face, or at least voice, right? Pick up the phone. Right, yeah, face-to-face is, is huge, especially if you're dealing with conflict or, like I know for me, and I think if you take an audit of yourself, right? When someone shoots me an email and it's just a couple bullet points, they didn't even like take the time to be, Hey, Joe, how are you? Yeah, exactly. You know, like for me, it's like, oh, who's this guy? Like, you're just adding to the list, do the, you know, whatever. And uh, I had to check, put myself in the check because I, I had to go, they probably don't mean that, right? Right. But if if people don't process it that way, you're, you're going to just come off as a jerk, right? Yep. You're just going to come off like all you do is take, take, take. It's, and if you have to confront someone on something, you need to do it in person. Uh, they, everything get, things can get lost in translation with sure. text, uh, with email, um, even video messages. I don't know, whatever. Like, go and talk to the person, see their facial expressions, let them hear the tone of your voice. Um, I know for me, like that's. I remember when I when I was in IT and I'd get a support ticket and people were using like all bold letters and exclamation <laughs> like points, screaming at you, and you're like, what What is this person's problem? And I had to like, I know that person. I know they love me. I know they care about me. They just don't know how to write an email yeah. <laughs> properly. Sure. Uh, and I'm probably accused of that as well. And you'll see how much farther that goes um, uh, with, with – and but it's also knowing the relations. Like if I shoot a list of things to David, I know he's not going to think that I'm – you know, like you know me. Yep. You know we spend enough time with each other. There's times where it's like I don't have to go, hey, man, how are you doing today? And, <laughs> sure. and like I was like, hey, man, I got this going on. Can you, can you take care of it or whatever? Yeah. So – it's awesome, way awesome. And it even avoids that needing to navigate, right? If you do the communicate part well, you may not need to navigate as much in the future. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, kind of the, even with all four of these things, uh, there's there's three major things that I think about all the time, and whether it's initiating, tolerating, navigating, or communicating. Um, and that's, okay, uh, so that's uh, bringing value. Wherever you do, bring value, uh, being genuine. And we talked about these things, leaving your ego out of it, right? That's huge. Yeah. Your ego wants to come out. Your pride wants to come out. And that's just going to create chaos. That's just going to create trouble. Uh, but then taking ownership of things. Uh, that is, uh, and, and we talk about communication. It means be reliable, mm. right? Do what you say you're going to do. You know, if you say you're going to be there at a certain time, you do it. You make sure you do that. Yep. You're there. I think if life happens, people are understanding of that, communicate that. I can't tell you, like, if, if, if I shoot a text to someone and we're supposed to meet or whatever and they don't respond, they don't, it's like, I, I can't depend on that person at all. And gotcha. I can, I know for me, one of the biggest things is people know that I'm dependable and reliable or I try to be. Um, and then commu- over communicate. That's big things, but take ownership of, of where you're at. That's all awesome. the responsibilities God's given you. So no matter what role you are or whatever seniority you do or not have, own it. Run with it. 
initiate, tolerate, navigate, communicate. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I know we could go on with many each of these could be just hours of, of talking, but guys, our prayer for you, whoever's listening right now, is that you would just really just be planted and flourish in whatever God's given you, whatever occupation you're in. Who cares if it changes later? Right now, be representing Christ yep. by being a light to people around you, seeing them as people. I love that. It's so much of this probably almost self happens if you just see them as people, love them as people, and then own your job. So, Yeah. If I could close out one thing. Yep. Uh, for me, it's uh, Colossians 3.23. Hmm. Do everything heartily as unto the Lord and not unto, not, not unto man. Not as unto man. And um, man, when I put the Lord first and he's my focus and he calls me to love people, <laughs> like <laughs> the rest of that stuff flows. That's it, guys. All of it as unto the Lord. Whatever you do with all your heart as unto the Lord. You guys have heard from the one and only Joseph Rodeheber. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yep, see ya.